everybody out there, all you Derby fans. How's it going today? This is Derby Thoughts from Power Through the Fourth Whistle. And today, we've got a special guest. Hi! Who are you, special guest? I'm Sassanova. Sweet! So I've got a friend to have Derby Thoughts with. It's going to be great! Uh, we're going to do a little recap of Acaruna, Spain, the first playoff weekend to go for people to go to champs and stuff. It was awfully early. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting up at 4 a.m. and it wasn't until the third day that I realized that all the games were actually being saved and there was a drop down menu where you could watch them later in the day if you had bought a pass. I never found that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured this out because um, every day without fail, I fell asleep during the second or third game, and then I would try to go back in time mm -hmm. and like watch it really quick before the next game started, and I'd be a little bit off. And then like the last day, I was just like, you know what? I'm just not going to be able to stay awake for, um, oh, I think it was, yeah, Helsinki versus 2 by 4 I'm like, oh, I'm just not going to be able to do it. And then I realized I could watch it later. <laughs> And I did. I watched it after all of it was done. And I was like, this this could have been my life. I could have been well-rested. Yeah. But um, there is something really exciting about watching it live, especially since this was the first time I got on the Twitters. I'm not much of a tweeter. Oh, I, I don't even think I had know my Twitter password. I, I used to be on it, but I didn't really know how to use it. I'm terrible at it. I really don't know <laughs> what I'm doing at all. I knew enough to follow the conversation. And to like like a few people's tweets, and I think I may have retweeted a couple things, and then I was like, I really don't have any original thoughts. I'm not confident in my tweeting. I'm I'm not ready to join the larger conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky I can use Facebook, so I did enjoy it there. <laughs> the the gifts though, those were really fun. Oh, I missed them. Yeah, uh, just mostly like you know Kermit freaking out types of things oh okay yeah i do like those yeah yeah um i ended up facebooking that later because i know how to facebook oh i think i saw it there <laughs> yeah <laughs> kermit's just like Rah! so yeah um really good time so let's talk about some of these games i had a bracket filled out you did not fill one out for this weekend but you filled out other ones yeah no i was a slacker this time well that's okay i mean None of us are winning anything because all of our brackets are busted by at least one game. <laughs> um, for example, the very first game, I was wrong. I was wrong. I bet against Philly and I was wrong to do so. Philly versus Stockholm. I thought Stockholm looked so strong early in the year. I thought they totally had this. But Philly was like, you know what? We've been here before. We're going to win this game. And I'm like, oh, man. Good for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I caught like the last two minutes of this one. And that was a good two minutes. I think um, Lil Slinky maybe ended on a 14-point jam. Mm -hmm. She was slinking her heart out out there on the floor. Uh, she had a really good game. I know she had over half of Stockholm's points in the first half and probably did in the second half too. But... Um, the end of this was basically Philly was really strong. They came to play. Uh, penalties were a problem for Stockholm at points in the game. Um, and, you know, Philly just, just did it. 
you know, it, it got close again, but not close enough to make a difference. But it was exciting. It was really fun. And then uh, Detroit versus Helsinki kind of went how I thought it was going to. Uh, yeah, I caught this one. I was really hoping for the Michigan team. Yeah. Um, you know, I always want Detroit to do well, being that they're, you know, our, our local team in Michigan. But uh, they were plagued by a lot of penalties, particularly jammer penalties. And um, Helsinki just got to skate laps. Uh, the most shocking part was realizing that the score was 87 to zero at one point and Detroit had yet to score a point. That was very, very alarming. Um, but eventually jam 10 was the first lead for Detroit and it was L O hell. They ran it long. Um, seven for Detroit, four for Helsinki. They really like this, um, running it long thing. Yeah. I kept motioning for them to call it off, but they couldn't see me way back here in Michigan. No, they couldn't see because there was an ocean in the way. <laughs> well, that's what it is. <laughs> it's like, what are you... Wait, call it. Now, can, now. Can you hear oh. me? Can you hear me? Oh, no. Over the ocean. <laughs> and then the jammer's in the box again. And like, then... Why? No, please, no. Please. Uh, you know, you're, you're cheering for your friends. You're cheering for the people you like. And then it's like, why this happen? Why this happen to you? Please... Please stop. They looked a little better in the second half. It's almost like they had to get used to that wood basketball court thing. Right. It was very unusual. Like, the penalty box was between turns, like, three and four, which, you know, is always unusual being yeah, on the... Yeah, like on an end. Yeah, being on the end instead of where it normally would be. And um, people sometimes talked... Like, the, the commentators were talking about, oh... It's like a grippy floor, but it also looked like people were slipping a lot on it. So I'm not really sure what the floor was like. I know it had a lot of lines on it. There were there were white ones and black ones, and the tape was coming up all the time because of the type of surface it was. They had yeah. to really tape the stuff down pretty hard. And the commentators were talking about how, like, you know, if they just would pass the ball to the OPR, then they could make a three-point shot. Um, yeah, there were those. There were those <laughs> lines also. And I definitely, I don't remember which game it happened in now. I definitely saw a blocker get um, like an out-of-bounds like block because they were trying to take them all the way to the black part mm -hmm. where the um, suicide seats were. And that's not where the track ended. It ended um, a little bit before that. Um, <laughs> they yeah. were just like, I'm just going to take you all the way to your friends. Like, well, my no. sister did look down at my phone once and goes, oh my gosh, where are the lines? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, you can sort of see it here and here. <laughs> yeah. And wasn't it like a dashed line? Like There a was a dashed line. Yeah. Over like the darker part. I don't know. It was very odd. Um, so I'm sure it wasn't easy is what we're saying <laughs> to get used to playing derby there, you know, but you know, these are, these are good teams. They, they figured it out. Uh, and you're right. Detroit had a much better second half, but it was just um, too late to win that game. Um, but they would go into the consolation bracket and play much better later, and we will talk about that. Um, we'll skip Santa Cruz versus Paris because I unfortunately fell asleep during that game. Um, but Santa Cruz did really well. Yeah. I was on a plane, so I don't know. Well, I got to see <laughs> them play later in the weekend, and we will get to that. Um, game four was the game of the Argentinas. Argentina versus Argentina. No matter what, Argentina would win. For their, <laughs> it was pretty. It was amazing. Like um, 
I didn't really know how it was going to go, but it was by far the most intense defense of the entire weekend. Whereas other teams have mixed in fast derby with slow derby now. Mm-hmm. Both of these teams were like, no, you are never leaving this pack ever. There was probably a two-minute jam without lead. <laughs> I did see a couple of those throughout the weekend, too, and it just looked exhausting. Oh, yeah. And this this was particularly tough. Both teams had amazing defense, and it's not like they weren't doing any offense. It was just really hard. So every time, uh, dos por cuatros, which I said wrong every time last podcast, and I'm going to make an effort to say the correct <laughs> name now. Um, every time they got lead, they were just like, oh, goodness gracious. And then they come around and get like four points and be like, that that was fine. <laughs> that was plenty. <laughs> or, or more if they could get them, but just like, uh, it was it was not a high-scoring game. It was um, exhausting. <laughs> but it, it was it was fun. It was still fun to watch. Um, yeah. So then, um, yeah, I don't have any notes for um, Arch Rival versus Philly. Let's just assume Arch Rival was freaking amazing this weekend. Yeah, I watched Brooke Tater just flying around. Just yeah. like, oh, look, more points for me. More points for me. And, oh, a jump and more points for me. Like, four apex jumps in one jam. Yeah, they were pretty awesome all around. Their defense, probably not getting enough credit because I'm watching Brick Tater and all of them jumping around. But, man, they were holding everyone just like, you know what? We're going to we're gonna keep this person. Our jammer's going to score all the points. Yeah. Be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just so many good blockers on that team, too. Um I just can't even. Um, our tribal not only won this entire tournament, like, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> but they did it by hundreds of points. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't ever very close. <laughs> no. So um, I guess one of the reasons they, you know, uh, changed how things were going to be this year by having those four teams go straight to champs was to um, avoid more blowouts. But our tribal's kind of like, you know what? The top five are pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, we're going to show you what we're made of right now, and you just wait until champs. I am so excited to watch them at champs. They're, they're my favorite team this year. I said it last time. I'll say it again. Like, I just feel like they're the ones to watch. I, I don't know if they can take down the top two teams, but I feel like they've got such a shot to medal this year. Well, you know, I, I love everyone from Michigan, and we've got, you know, Brick Tater from Midland. Yeah. So, I want her to come go. and do a clinic with us so bad. That would be really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Brick Tater, if you ever listen to this, please come to Traverse City. It's beautiful here. Like, we really want to have you. You can stay at my house. There's water outside. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll hook you up. Yeah. Um. So, Friday ended with... Uh, Rainy City versus Helsinki, and um, Rainy City did really well. I was really wrong when I called Helsinki to win this one. I I was kind of going on a whim there, but Rainy City really wanted to go to champs. They played very strong, and um, they did a great job in this game. And that's it for Friday's games. Uh, Saturday morning. Began with Crime City versus Santa Cruz. This game was a heart attack and a half. (laughs) Did you get to watch this one? I did not. Okay. Super, super, super need to watch it. Okay, in fact, 
There are three games you need to watch from day two if you did not catch any derby. One is Crime City versus Santa Cruz, Detroit versus Sailor City, and Angel City versus Crime City. These were the games that just um, made you yell at the screen at 4 a.m. Um, when everyone in your house is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, holy crap. Uh, Santa Cruz, I was so flippin' impressed with how well they played. They came out on fire, and uh, there were like blocker penalties for crime, I think, really early on. Um, uh, Maddie scored a 25-point jam for Santa Cruz, and I was just like, how is this happening? Crime's the the third seed. What? Uh, like, Pony Cat Jammer for Crime City was expelled for avoidable contact with an official. Oh, dear. That was um, disappointing <laughs> because she has been playing really well for them. And... Um, Wow. Uh, in fact, she was like the first one to open the game. And usually, you know, the first jammer you put out there is someone you really trust. And so they have quite a bit of trust in her. Um, I I was, oh my gosh. Um, later in an interview, like post-game interview, they admitted, the Crime City admitted, like, we get off to a slow start in the first half. And then we usually have to come back. <laughs> and um, that's... They're a second half team. Yeah. Um I'm not actually sure I remember how far ahead Santa Cruz got, but I want to say it was absolutely at least 40 points by halftime, and it was not easy to score points in this game. So it wasn't going to be like, just come out there and throw down these points. And um, But that's what Crime City did. They, they came back in the second half, and Curly Horror... Oh my gosh, she is an incredible she had captain. A great weekend. She is such a leader. She just basically comes out there and is like, I'm gonna have a flipping fantastic jam, and all of us are gonna believe we can win this game. And that's what happens. She goes out there, she kills it, and then you see it lift everyone on her team, like, yes, we can. We can win this game. We are really good. We're gonna do this. And then um her she and Hannah Pay ended up jamming like back to back for the last half of the second half, which must have been incredibly exhausting, but both of them just were having great success, like just, you know, never, I'm never going down attitude, and just, oh my gosh. They decided this was it. Yeah. It was the... No more messing around. It was flipping incredible. Um, they, they came back, and then they piled a few extra points on top just to make sure... Just like, to solidify it. Just to solidify Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last jam, Curly Horror could have called it off and just been like, we won this game. But she's just like, you know what? No. I'm going to throw some extra points on because I'm not taking any chances. And just, whoop, 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 few more passes, like, super fast, um, like she does. And, my gosh, she finished with 116 of the team's 191 points. Uh, plus 75, you know, in the stats. 9 out of 15 jams lead. Goodness gracious, um, I can't even. I hope she got a massage after this. Gosh, she deserved <laughs> it. Uh, it was incredible. I really wonder, I didn't hear how many points Hannah Pay had at the end, but I bet she had the majority of the rest. Yeah? Because she would have to. <laughs> it was just the two of them out there yeah. more often than not. So yeah. yeah. Oh my God. The game was so nuts. Um, I can't, I, 
I just didn't even know what to do. Um, so then uh, Angel City versus Dos Por Cuatros comes on, and I'm like, what? Lauren kills on Angel City now and has a new name? Uh, she was going by Mr. 305 Dale, which I, I think yeah. is like a Pitbull reference. And um, it was, uh, you know, really fun for the commentators to work with. Um, she did great. Uh, this is a really well-timed transfer because um, I don't know what happened to the other jammers that aren't in the rotation anymore. Yeah, they, uh, uh, we were missing people. Yeah. West and... Um, I feel like her name was Cherry something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they were in the rotation and now not so much. So um, the rotation ended up being Pearl Jam, Mr. 305, Rachel Rotten, mm -hmm. um, Whiskey Bon Sweets was someone that was used, and occasionally Block Lobster. It looked like um, the those last two were kind of trying to figure out who was going to be the fourth jammer. Um, I'm not sure they ever figured out for sure who that person was going to be. Um like, whiskey was held for two minutes straight at one point, and then they started putting out Block Lobster more, and those two are finding their footing. Um, when games were really tough later in the weekend, you didn't see those two at all. No. You just, mm -hmm. they went right down to, like, a three-jammer rotation, and man, Rachel Rotten has improved so much as a jammer throughout this year. Yeah, she was like, well, what? No, I'm always been a jammer. Boys been a top jammer. That's it. <laughs> Like, I've, I've seen her social media posts where she's just like, you know, I will do anything for this team. And, man, you can see her just living and breathing that, especially when she's, like, huffing and puffing against a tough wall. Like, anything for this team. I will get out. I will get out for this team. Oh, my God. This is horrible, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, she did fantastic. Oh, yeah. Especially looked great in this game. Um, she put down a lot of points in this game. I wish I knew how many. But it was plenty. She was doing great. Um, fun to watch. Glad to see her succeed because it's tough to change roles and do something new. Um, awesome. So then it was Detroit versus Sailor City next? Or no, there was... I don't have any notes for Stockholm versus Paris. It must not have been interesting enough for me to write notes for. I'm sure it was a great game. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to be insulting. I just didn't write notes on it because Detroit versus Sailor City like took up all of my brain cells. Um, this game, I wrote in my notes like, yes, jam two. Detroit gets lead and calls off the jam before the other team can score. Because I feel like this didn't happen not, most of the time. Not in that first uh, game at all. That is for certain. Yeah. So Detroit comes out really strong. And being that they were the 12th seed in this tournament, this was really fantastic seeing them do well um, against the 10th seed. They they built up such a lead. Um, at one point, they had maybe an 80-point lead. You could tell they started to get comfortable. They are starting to feel more confident, sure of themselves. I was so happy for them. And then I don't know what happened. <laughs> It was um, too, too confident. I don't know. I I do believe penalties were involved <laughs> because that happened a lot. Yeah, there there was a very penalty heavy tournament for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I watched as the nearly eighty point lead went away. Poof, <laughs> and Sailor City got the lead for a while. Um, and then towards the end of the game, 
Um, Detroit was behind by like maybe seven points with three minutes left. Um, and then, um, gosh, uh, there were moments in this game that I really questioned. Um, I think there was a jam where Swift Justice had lead and was running it long and then um, was getting stuck on a pass. So she passed the star when she could have called it off. And, oh. and Sailor City was outscoring them on this jam at this point. And now there's no lead. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Was this just like a lapse in judgment? Did someone tell her to do this? Like, I, I didn't feel like it was a good call in that moment. But I am not a bench coach or a skater for that team. <laughs> we weren't there. We are just watching while... You know, when you get watching, you get a really good view of everything that's going on. It's really easy on the couch to know the right thing to do <laughs> yes. at every moment in every sport you watch, right? Most <laughs> You're like, I could do this. Um, so, oh my gosh, um, I was really worried for them. Um, so, comes down to the last jam and uh, finish it gets lead for Sailor City. And she comes around. And she's scoring her points. And she has enough points. She thinks that the period clock can run out and she could call it off and maybe win the game. But uh, Jillian Rickard came around just at that moment, swung her hips around, and got those last couple of points to come back ahead. And Detroit wins by one point. That's heartbreaking when you're calling it off as lead and then lose. Exactly. Exactly. I felt so much for her because in that moment she thinks she's doing the smart thing. But I I honestly was I wouldn't have taken that chance because it was so close. I wouldn't have taken that because you're still on that pass. I wouldn't be confident that I had enough points to win in that moment. Maybe somebody on the bench was helping. Oh, man. I've never been in quite that situation. That Man, that was tough. Um so yeah, watch that game. I'm sorry I spoiled it for you if you haven't seen it, but you are listening to a recap. We have to talk about it. Fire <laughs> alert, we're talking about the games. Yeah, those those games are on the list. Um, so yeah, uh, then we get to see these games of Arch Rival versus Rainy City and Crime City versus Angel City. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, so Arch Rival did great against Rainy City. I probably don't need to go into it. No, they, they were just a dominating force this weekend. Yeah, let's just assume everyone on that team did amazing because they did and that Rainy City brought forth their best effort and it just wasn't enough at this point in time. I do feel like I see a, a future for them with a champs invite maybe by next year. Yeah. I, I think if they had still been inviting four teams, you know, they absolutely would have made it. Um, so by last year's standards, they would have been going to champs. Right. But, but last year, our big, our top seeds were also in all these. Yes, that's true. You're right. That would have made it different, too. When last year, there were like three different playoffs, too. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, math. Um, <laughs> math is hard. It is hard. So I feel like... <laughs> this is how hard I was watching Angel City versus Crime City. I wrote no notes because I had to be glued to every second of it. There was no way to look away or do anything else. No. And I was trying to get ready for a wedding at the same time. <laughs> no, like I've got I've got nothing. It was um 
this game felt exactly like Crime City's earlier game, the way it started out. Like Angel City's coming out and they're dominating. They're scoring points. Crime City does not find their footing early on. And they basically get behind by a bunch by halftime. Mm -hmm. They might have even been behind by more than they were against Santa Cruz. I wish I could remember because I was like, oh, this isn't this exciting. And then all of a sudden I'm like... It could have been 60 points. I'm going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And finally I'm like, oh my gosh, lead change, lead change, lead change. I know, I know. They they basically went, oh my gosh. Um, Except they didn't have to go as much with just their two dominating jammers. There Mm -hmm. was more pony cat in there too because she was available and not expelled from this game. Right. Um, But but Curly Horror and Hannah Pay still did most of the heavy lifting. They did incredible things. Uh, was this the game where Curly Hur had a 35-point jam? I think so. If I believe in the second, yeah. Yep. Pretty sure. That was... Because I was just watching and just like holding my breath. I, I, I was just like, I love you. You're so amazing. <laughs> it was so exciting to watch. Oh my God. Um, I, I felt for Angel City in this, but... I thought crime could win. And they did. They did. My it was, bracket came true on this game. It was so exciting. I think I sent you like three screenshots during it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking at it. I see, I see it. I see. It's I like promise. right there. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh, my God. This game was incredible. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. Um. Once again, like I, I wonder how many points Curly Horror had for like the whole weekend. Because it was a lot. Ton. I would guess like 300, maybe. Probably. She had over 100 in her first game. Exactly. I mean, she had 35 in one jam. Uh, Yeah. Just incredible performance. Um, So exciting. (laughs) So so that ended Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Let's let's get to Sunday. There aren't as many games. Let's talk about them. Um, Sunday's first game was... Philly versus Santa Cruz. Um, my notes are like that Buenos Diaz was the most successful jammer against our rival when they played them earlier. Uh, she had a great weekend. Rousey was great too. Um, Herman Monster was still very consistent, what she normally does. Santa Cruz um, maintained the lead through the second half and um, they won this game. Santa Cruz looked good. They played really hard. They're another team that I feel like could uh, get a champs invite in the future. They just look so good this weekend. I think they could make it. What do you think? They, yeah, they're very like, I'm trying to pull up the stats. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, yeah, they looked really good. I just wish everyone could go. They've got so many jammers. So many. I know, it seemed like there was a different name all of the time. And they're all so good. Yeah, there wasn't one where you were like, oh, that's just because the rest of them are tired. Right. No, no they they have, you know, really good rotation. Um, they've just got it figured out right now. And with one of the most dominant juniors teams in the country, they're just going to keep getting better as those uh, juniors age up. So then uh, the next game was Helsinki versus Dos Por Cuatros. Uh, This was the game I fell asleep during on this day and then watched after the final game. And I'm so glad I went back to watch it because 
It was wonderfully close and competitive throughout. I'll this have was, to watch that for sure. Instead of a, a team getting a big lead and another team mounting an amazing comeback worthy of their own movie, uh, this was <laughs> this was an, so many ties, so many lead changes. It was just really solid the whole time. And because of that, both teams deserve to win. I did not want anyone to lose in this game because they were both just that good. They weren't making a bunch of mistakes. They were strong. They they both deserved to win this game. And what ended up happening was um, in both of the last two jams, um, the Helsinki jammer got a penalty. Oh, that and doesn't it, help. And it was a different jammer each time, too. Um, and the Dos Polar Cuatros jammers took advantage and skated all over them to finish uh, a score suddenly blew out 172 to 208. So uh, they got like a pretty sizable lead by the end just from those two jams. And um, it was really happy to see how happy um, the Argentinians were. They were singing it and jumping up and down on their toe stops. And, well, and I, I know was they really happy. Were, they were having to really fundraise to even go to this. They were um, yeah. having that, um, they were, WIPTA was selling shirts on behalf of them, like, for their team at RollerCon. I actually bought one to try and help them go to this tournament. Oh, yeah. And I hope we see them at a lot of future tournaments. Just another really great team that I want to see do really great things. It's fun um, when there's more awesome roller derby to watch. Yeah, it's fun to fall in love with new teams. Mm-hmm. As new teams, like, rise up and become dominant, you're like, oh, good for you. Like, oh, that's right. I've, I've always kind of liked you, but now I know so much more about you because yeah. I'm seeing it so much more. Yeah, you worked really hard to get here. Good for you. And that's, that's what it feels like. So then, Angel City versus Rainy City, it began, like, really, really, really close. I wasn't sure what was going to happen after what had happened the day before. I feel like Angel City must have been on the warpath. Yeah. They, they're they like, we've been going to Champs the last few years, and we've decided we like it. Mm-hmm. We, we've been going since 2013, and we want to keep going. We know it's going to be extra hard this year because we've had so much turnover, but gosh darn it, we want to go. This is not going to stop us. Nothing's going to stop us now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but then, you know, Angel gets a pretty good lead. It's like 101 to 54 at halftime in favor of Angel. But then Rainy City comes back after halftime and it was like 101 to 88. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, Rainy City said, not so fast, Angel City. Yeah, um, Fairy Quake had a really great game. Like she was so dominant in this game. She was, I feel it felt like she was the most successful jammer on Rainy City during this game. Plus she's got an awesome name. Yeah, and doesn't it make you just, like, shake in your boots very quick? (laughs) Like, oh, no! (laughs) She's so scary! Um, But, wow, yeah. um, This was a fun game to watch. Rainy never got all the way back, but they were keeping it close. It was always, like, within 20 to 30 points, and you kept thinking, maybe this could happen. Maybe it could happen. Um, But it ended up being 174 to 146 in favor of Angel City. was really happy for them because this has been a tough year. But it was exciting to see how well Rainy City did. Yeah. No, they did great. And I know Angel was working with less than what they're used to because of some retirements and things. Right. But it's always tough when you're suddenly feeling like it's a different team you're working with. I really miss Satan's Little Helper and Lacey Knight in I particular. Know. 
they were my favorites. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm sure they're doing great things wherever they are now. Um, so then, if we finish with our tribal versus crime city, um, with how Arch had been playing, I didn't know if this would even be a contest. Uh, they definitely dominated the early going. Um, but then Crime City is like, we are not done. Um, we are also going to score points. Halftime score was like 182 to 80. There were five crime jammer penalties in the first half. Arch only had two. Um, so that's a little part of it, but a lot of it's just Arch rival. They're just very dominating it. right now. And you had to wonder, like, with 100 points behind, is Crime City going to do it a third time? Are they going to fight all the way back? That would have been really fun to watch, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they did not quite make it all the way back. No. Uh, Bricktator opened the half with, like, 20 points. Boom. And it took a minute and a half for Curly Hair to get out in that very first jam. They're like, we know you're a second-half team. We want you to know we're also going to start the second half very strong. And Bricktator says... Don't worry, your captain will start this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God. <laughs> she was so great. Um, Arch was just really buckling down. The final score ended up being 342 to 149. It was still super fun, though. It was so fun because all of those people were really fun to watch skate. Well, they're really just amazing. Like you, All of them. You knew our tribal was dominating, but every time Crime did something well, it was really exciting. I just liked seeing all the good roller derby, even though this was a blowout by the end of it. I mean, you you win first place by winning by 200 points. Yeah, that's that's quite a bit. That's a <laughs> lot of points. But my goodness. So yeah, our medal winners, our tribal, Crime City, Angel City, they all get to go to champs. We get to watch them play more derby. That, yay! Their season is not over. They get to do more derbies. The question is now, in person or on the TV? <laughs> right? I have I can't never... Decide. I've never been to New Orleans. I haven't been since Katrina. So it's totally different now. Right. I've heard so many great things about it, though. People love it there. Like... Food is really good there as well. Well, based on Last Chance, we'll get to see a lot of the city. <laughs> Last Chance, we did, we watched Derby, and that was it. Yeah, um, I had ambitious plans in Philly to at least go up the Rocky Steps. It never happened. Nope. We never made it there. But we had a nice little hotel within walking distance of the venue, which was great for a location. If yeah. you wanted to watch a lot of Derby, and we did. Yes, we did. And well, thank also, goodness for your husband for getting us our seats. Yeah, and we also <laughs> bought a lot of merch, and he was, like, really nice and like, taking it back to the hotel for us. That was, that was, <laughs> that was pretty nice, yeah. Uh, it was so great. Yeah, I, I would really like to go, but I don't know if I have earned a trip um, personally in my life. We will see. All right. So... Another really long recap. I hope you enjoy really long recaps because that's what we have here. Um, I will not have any more predictions or recaps for a while because we're taking a few weekends off before the next um, playoff. There's going to be like a Continental Cup in Europe and then the other playoff in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And then several weeks after that, champs. Everything else is spread out. We did three weekends in a row and it was crazy and amazing. And now we get a little rest. It's needed. Yeah. But as far as, as for the future of this podcast, um, we hope to have some more other types of episodes like we had before. I'm working on some more talks with Coach Dan, um, and I will come up with some other topics as well. If you have ideas, please send them to me 
at powerforthwhistle at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a variety of episodes coming out. I want to keep this going. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can now find this podcast almost anywhere that podcasts can be listened to. When I say almost, I mean we're not on iTunes yet. But pretty much everywhere else, it is there. And we are working on the iTunes thing still. So tell your friends about us and share your derby thoughts with us. And, oh, we've got a puppy who's whining. Oh, cute puppy. But, yes, we have been talking about derby and sharing derby thoughts. Pew, pew. Hey there, friends. Want to know how you can support the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby podcast and look super cool doing it? Our store has a bunch of roller derby designs that can be put on all kinds of super soft, high-quality t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, notebooks, mugs, stickers, blankets, and more at Threadless. Whether you love cartoon animals on roller skates, like our Apex Predator T-Rex, or jam llama to messages like Roller Derby Strong and My Mom Plays Roller Derby, there's really something for everybody. Visit powerforthwhistle.threadless.com. That's P-O-W-E-R, the number four, T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E dot threadless.com. Thank you for your support, and back to our show.